Mokonyani embarked on a waterway stage inspection in Cape Town over the last few days. She told the press club how grateful she was by the patriotism displayed during her visit to some of the farmers who are ready to share their water with communities to avoid day zero. One of the families we, 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 we went to with the president of AgriSA yesterday has the capacity to provide us with an additional 140,000 uh, litres of water per day and one of their commitment is that they would want to, li- to deliver 30,000 litres of water to Kailicha. And it is these things that show the high level of patriotism and the need for partnership and most importantly communication including sharing of, info- of information because enforcement and compliance doesn't mean being heavy-handed, but working together to find solutions. Mokonyani says the department is planning to review the licenses which allow for the treatment of wastewater. She says wastewater can be put to good use. Mokonyani says some municipalities outside the metro have already embarked on such initiatives. We also are looking at the review of the licenses for wastewater treatment works and the work is underway in order to expand the reuse opportunities. And I must commend many of our municipalities outside of the city of Cape Town that have already started to do work in this regard. And working together with them, we have already embarked on a process of looking at the licenses and moving forward, just as we have done in other provinces. This is but one other area that can be able to tap on the water that we perceive to be waste, and yet it is water that can still be put to good use. Apart from experiencing the effects of climate change, how could the looming Cape Town water crisis have been avoided? Visiting a young professor at the Witt School of Governance, Mike Miller, told SAFM's Weekend AM Life in May last year that the city was alerted over a decade ago. It wasn't really a warning. It was a a very detailed report that had been completed over some years um, which looked at the future water supply and water demand of Cape Town and concluded that by 2012 at the earliest, 2015 at the latest, Cape Town was going to have to do something to bring more water into the city. Uh, if you, people will recall, particularly people in Cape Town, that there's a, a, a dam was built just outside Franschhoek, the Berg River Dam, uh, which was finished about that time. And, uh, you know, people were celebrating, oh, we've got water security now. And the point was to say, you've got water security for the next five or ten years, but start thinking right now about what you're going to do next. When Professor Muller was asked what is causing the Cape Town water crisis, who is to blame, and what lessons should be learned, this was his response. The failure to take the advice of the experts whose job is to look at demand and look at supply and to do the right thing at the right time. In 2007, they were presented with 19 different opportunities to do something to bring more water. And that's before thinking about desalination, which is a stupid, very expensive idea, before thinking about reuse of wastewater, which is a much more sensible and cheaper idea. So they had about 23 different options to choose from. And maybe that was a mistake. Maybe they shouldn't have been given so many options. So who should be blamed for the current situation? You know, I mean, I, 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 I'm past the blame stage. <laughs> you know, both in, in Gauteng, we've got uh, Nambula Mokonyani, who's delayed the Lesotho Highlands Water Project Phase 2, which could put 
Gauteng into a crisis. In Cape Town, we've got the DA and their politicians decided to put off expenditure. You know, they could be blamed. I would much rather that we learn from this experience. You know, I'd rather learn from other people's mistakes. But if we make mistakes ourselves, then, uh, you know, at least let's, let's learn from them. And I think we need to learn that if the sort of considered view of the experts who look at the climate and they look at population and they look at economy and they say, this is how much water you're going to need, this is how much water is available, you know, please listen to them. And uh, one of the terrible things is if you don't listen to them and you actually begin to disregard them, then when you next need them, they're not going to be there. And instead of an increase in water supply, the city is now forced to plan for day zero as the dams and taps are fast running dry. DA leader Musi Maimani is now calling on the residents of Cape Town to take what he calls baby showers for 90 seconds to help avert day zero. While the three spheres of government are now planning action, Mukonyani, Premier Helen Zilla and the city of Cape Town have also indicated that day zero can still be avoided if residents adhere to the current water restrictions.